folks and welcome back to the 600 second show with your host Vedant Das Gupta. Hope you're having a good start to the year and to add to it, here's the third episode of our podcast. Thank you to all our listeners for supporting our show with a solid response and for your constant appreciation. This episode is supported by Ecosia. More on them later as today we have with us a guest who is on a roll across social media. He raises his voice for the environment, educates people about the climate crisis and is a prime example of being the change that one wants in the world. With around 200,000 followers across social media, Isaias Hernandez is firing all cylinders with his Queer Brown Vegan project. Let's know more about this talented personality and welcome him to our show. Isaias, I've heard in one of your interviews that you aim on introducing youth to the concepts of environmentalism and climate change, something that is not emphasized much in the curriculum. Please tell our audience more about you and how exactly your Queer Brown Vegan project works. I believe environmental educators have a responsibility to prepare future generations but are relying too much on how things have been done in the past and aren't being adequately equipped to teach these subjects. And so I make environmental education that's accessible and bring nuanced topics that don't get much attention in a classroom into spaces where people are learning about environmental issues which is overwhelmingly on social media. and i bring my intersectional identity with me into my work to offer insight that isn't found easily in our institutions wow that's brilliant a lot of us would be wondering why this form of education is important to students well today's teenagers have already been punished by the previous generations when they have degraded the environmental standards to another low it is obviously now our duty to save the planet from the extreme conditions that it is being swallowed into That is why this education is specifically important for us teenagers and we are glad that people like Isaias have begun these outstanding initiatives for us to follow. All right, you have openly adopted veganism in your lifestyle and suggest that people do the same on a large scale indirectly by pointing out the obvious blunders of the animal industry. How would you describe your early shift into being a vegan and what difficulties did you face back then? Um For me it was and still is about reductivism. I don't believe there's a litmus test to being an environmentalist, but I obviously felt that sort of pressure when I was beginning my activism to conform to a set behaviors or purchases that would define me. And another difficulty I faced is that people would assume that I'm going to chastise them for eating meat, but I'm really interested in, in talking about issues like industrial agriculture or vegan capitalism. And veganism to me is about decreasing our involvement with exploitative systems and turning towards sustainable ones whenever we can. I think veganism is a part of the solution. I don't think it's the solution. Exactly. So you had to make your intentions clear while you were transitioning into veganism. Every change is difficult and this teaches us how we need to adapt to new changes in the changing world. And as for the choice of adopting veganism, we leave it to you dear listeners and do not force any opinions upon you. Isaias has a clear mindset regarding his choice owing to the large scale animal brutality that takes place in today's world and if you resonate with it then you can make your choice as well. To the next question now. Queer Brown Vegan has definitely stuck with people and it inspires them to raise their voices and to contribute towards saving the planet irrespective of the part of the community that they come from. Now being an environmental activist and influencer while representing the LGBT community and being a person of color it must not have been an easy path for you 
What would you say to the youth of today that is afraid of opening up owing to their individuality? No, growing up in a marginalized communities isn't easy. If I had anything to say, it's that you shouldn't let others define the value of your experiences. You hold the keys to recognizing your multidimensional nature, and I think it's less about your individuality, but more about the community you grow within and what relationships you foster. It's funny that it's a bit of the opposite. Once you seek out community and support, you begin to find empowerment in your individualism and for me it was easier to open up. Very well put. Our identity is what defines us and we must stand up to living freely and letting others do the same. Above all, it's not about the individuals, but the community that we build while we develop and flourish together. And for that, the liberty of living with your preferences, cultural heritage and identity is really important. Okay, Isaiah, our show format tells us that it is time for a quick rapid fire. So let's gear up. The rules are simple. We are going to try to get the answers to as many questions as we can from you in under a minute. Let's begin. What's your favorite vegan dish? Pandulce, the Mexican sweetbread. Sounds delicious. Morning person or night owl? I'd say night owl. Beaches or mountains or waterfalls? I'd say mountains all day, every day. What was the most boring subject during your time at UC Berkeley? This would be actually calculus, the worst subject I hated. What's the best Netflix show or movie according to you? Stranger Things. Best documentary. on the climate crisis eating your way to extinction what are three tips for budding environmental activists one is know your community two know your heritage and three build friendships and that concludes our rapid fire you have managed to answer more than five questions very well done to the next question now while switching to an environmentalist mindset teenagers often fall prey to eco anxiety Now a survey published in September 2021 queried 10,000 young people across the world finding that almost 60% were either very or extremely worried about climate change. As a young influencer, how will you guide these people in keeping their minds calm while saving the planet alongside? I want to start by pointing out that teenagers aren't falling prey to eco-anxiety. And to affirm that eco-anxiety is a healthy response is not a disorder, even a sign of empathy, right? I'm not going to tell anyone to keep their mind calm while our environments and communities are being poisoned for profit, right? If there was any time to be enraged, it's definitely now. However, what I will say is that all the anger and anxiety isn't sustainable on its own. It will eventually have to be directed in some sort of action. So those emotions will need to inform your life or they will overwhelm you, leading to shutdown, overwhelm and even depression. what people can do on their own is to find allies they can talk about these things with or journal if they're alone and really understand what it's making them feel this way create the time and space to recharge because you can't pour from an empty cup you're not alone and if you start to do these things you will find others in the same journey yep that's the answer we expected in medical language eco anxiety is termed as a chronic fear of environmental doom but with the events occurring around the globe Why shouldn't teenagers fear their future? We will only be able to save our planet while we are aware of the consequences of our actions and of the ill phase that our planet is going through. However, this fear and anger will not work out well if we do not convert them into impactful actions. And for converting my ecological consciousness into impactful actions, I use Ecosia. No, this is not a sponsored ad. I would personally recommend Ecosia to all thanks to its easy use. Ecosia is a Chrome and Safari search engine extension that plants trees whenever we search stuff on the internet. 
Not getting how? Well, when we browse using the Ecosia search engine, the search ads generate revenue which they use for reforestation around the globe. And for keeping the process transparent, they even put up their monthly financial reports on their website. There is no risk to the user's privacy and Ecosia has already planted over 166 million plus trees for the environment. To top that, they also make content around their reforestation projects and how we are doing our bit in reducing the carbon dioxide emissions on the planet. Check out the links in the description to get the extension on your computers. Go switch to Ecosia and plant trees with your curiosity. Well, Isaiah, I love how we emphasize intersectional environmentalism while educating the masses. Could you elaborate on how certain parts of the community can be targeted by homophobism, racism, transphobia, and other forms of discriminative hatred, even during times of calamities or natural disasters? And how exactly will intersectional environmentalism help the masses? These groups are targeted just for existing in a white patriarchal society. Intersectional environmentalism to me, which was coined by Leah Thomas, means that we're speaking for the health of people in the environment and identifying barriers and challenges affecting social, racial, or economic groups. Intersectional environmentalism is important because it empowers us to recognize the connected nature of these issues and really respond accordingly. Yes, today's teenagers are more than aware of these discriminations taking place in almost every country. ICS's tool of intersectional environmentalism makes sure that no individual is restricted from their right to save the planet in any way possible. An intersectional approach should be adopted in every work sphere to make things accessible to all. Above everything, we are all human beings sharing this planet with each other and we should learn to coexist properly. Well, I got to say that this has been an inspiring session. We got to learn a lot from you today, Isaias. I'm so glad to have had you on my show. How was this experience for you? I feel great. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. We wish you all the best in anything and everything that you plan on doing in the future. Thank you. And thank you, dear listener, for hearing us out. Check out the links below this episode to get into our Discord server and to install the Ecosia search engine to plant more trees around the globe. I'll meet you soon in the next episode. Till then, signing off. Have a great day. Bye-bye.